This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Hi, it's Claire Kimball here, the founder of The Squiz. This week marks six years of putting out The Squiz Today podcast, and I just wanted to say a huge thank you for listening. If you love what we do, and we hope you do, please tell your friends about us. It's all the birthday present we could ever need. Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 27th of July. In your Squiz Today... Inflation falls further, Albanese skips across the ditch, another strike for the Matildas, and Biden's doggone problem. This is your Squiz today. We got some important economic data from the Bureau of Stats yesterday, Claire. It was all about 2023's buzzword, inflation, and it showed that prices increased by 6% in the year to the June quarter. It's not the 2 to 3% that the government and the Reserve Bank want to see, but it's a lot better than the 7% that was recorded in the March quarter. Yeah, that certainly is good news. And in another bit of good news for anyone who's got a mortgage at least. Uh, And that is that those figures mean that it's less likely that the Reserve Bank will raise interest rates again. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll know a bit more about that next week when the board meets on Tuesday. And it's early days yet, but the analysts have even suggested that rate hikes might have peaked. Treasurer Jim Chalmers spoke on this yesterday. He says that despite being pleased to see inflation going down, he knows that many Aussies will still be under financial pressure and particularly in regards to housing. The other talking point yesterday was how much credit the Reserve Bank's interest rate hikes over the past 12 months can take for forcing inflation down. That is a discussion amongst analysts. Stephen Smith from Deloitte Access Economics is one who said that actually what is at play is repairs to the global supply chain and an easing of import prices. Of course, how much we're paying for things and how much we're paying for imports has been a really big factor when it comes to inflation Mm. and we all know that as a consequence of COVID and the war in Ukraine, uh, things have been really difficult with global supply chains. So that's one thing. Uh, On the other side, Marcel Theliant, who is from the Capital Economics Group, he said that interest rates are important and he is one of a number of analysts who reckon that another interest rate hike would be good to further drive down inflation. But whatever it is, the International Monetary Fund, which is known as the IMF, it released an update this week and it reckons that Western economies like Australia's are heading towards what they call a soft landing when it comes to inflation. That essentially means that efforts around the world to lower inflation without causing widespread unemployment and recession are paying off. And long may that continue. PM Anthony Albanese has taken a trip across the Tasman, Claire. Unfortunately for him, it's not to watch the World Cup. He's attending the annual Leaders Summit with his Kiwi counterpart, Chris Hipkins. 
Of course, when it comes to these meetings, that means discussions about the economy, climate change and national security. Those Mm -hmm. things were discussed between the leaders yesterday. And both, of course, talked about China and the importance of maintaining good relations there. Also, of course, New Zealand and Australia both have concerns about China's growing influence in the Pacific, where nations that both support the Pacific Island nations quite significantly. Uh, And given that this year, Mark, the 80 years of Australian and Kiwi relations, there was a bit of a sentimental vibe at the (laughs) meeting. Both leaders said that the trans-Tasman relationship is about the best that it's been in years, that things are very warm and fuzzy between us, and it was just a lovely moment. (laughs) Yes, very nice indeed. They said that we have a special bond and that it's been helped along by a new commitment to make it faster and easier for Aussies and Kiwis to travel across the Tasman. Although the rumours of a trans-Tasman passport weren't on the agenda. Albanese will wrap up his trip today. The Matildas are having a tough time of it despite winning their first game of the World Cup last week. Yesterday, rising star Mary Fowler was ruled out of tonight's match against Nigeria. She has a mild concussion after a training incident on Tuesday. Don't know what these Matildas are doing at these (laughs) training sessions, but of course, Sam Kerr, our captain, was knocked down in a training session last week with a calf injury, uh, and now Mary Fowler has fallen foul of that. Uh, It means that the Matildas have had to announce a new starting lineup, and in that is Caitlin Ford. She's now the only recognised striker in the team. And if you're not a soccer player or a soccer follower, um, essentially that means that they're the players who kick the goals. Mm -hmm. So we really (laughs) need some of those amongst our number. Um, But luckily for the Aussie women, they've banked a 1-0 win against Ireland and that means that we're sitting on top of the group. Yeah, that means if they can pull off a win tonight, it'll lock us in for the knockout stage of the tournament. But a win isn't guaranteed. Nigeria is ranked 40th in the world, but they managed to hold Canada, which is ranked 7th, to a nil-all draw in their first game. So the Matildas likely have a battle on their hands. That match kicks off at 8pm and it will be broadcast on Channel 7. Claire, education experts have flagged for years that kids' use of smartphones in schools can be pretty damaging for them. And now a new report from the United Nations backs that up. It's the United Nations Educational, Scientific and Cultural Organization, that's better known as UNESCO, and they've called for a complete ban in classrooms right around the world. Yeah, that report is full of plenty of links between phone use and also classroom performance. Uh, One thing that has been discussed quite a bit over recent years are problems that smartphones bring to the classroom, but also mental health health issues when it comes to schools more broadly. Mm. Um, Concerns about those sorts of things have already prompted one in six countries around the world to ban phones at school. And when it comes to here in Australia, of course, again, our cooperative federalism (laughs) means that our states and territories have very different rules across the board, but there are many states that do have restrictions in place. And UNESCO boss Audrey Azoulay says that as technology evolves, it's really important for parents, educators and policymakers right around the world to note that digital technologies use in schools must be for enhanced learning experiences and for the well-being of students and teachers. 
This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. Claire, it's fair to say US President Joe Biden is in the headlines quite often. Politics, defence, international diplomacy. Mm -hmm. But he's in them for a different reason this week. His pet dog, a German Shepherd, has been misbehaving in the White House. Commander is this German Shepherd's name and he's got a bit of a biting problem, unfortunately. Uh, Reports say that he's bitten or attacked at least 10 Secret Service officers in the last three months. Uh, In one incident that's been outlined, First Lady Jill Biden lost control of Commander uh, and it charged towards an agent. That was a bit of a scary one. Uh, Also, another incident had the personnel uh, trying to hide behind a steel cart to protect themselves from Commander. Uh, The Bidens have been working as a consequence with the Secret Service on formulating what they're calling additional leashing protocols (laughs) and also given poor old Commander a bit more room to exercise without running into those Secret (laughs) Service agents. It's not the first time the president's had a bitey dog in the White House. His previous shepherd, Major, was booted out for bad behaviour back in 2021. Anthony Albanese's cavoodle Toto might be less trouble for his security detail, hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, of course (laughs) Toto wouldn't do that. He's much too well behaved. Squiz the day, Claire. There's a new Squiz shortcut out today. It's you and Kate going through the recent Commonwealth Games debacle. Yeah, we sure do. Of course, there was a lot said about that over the last week or so, not just from the Victorian government's point of view and Daniel Andrews, the Premier, uh, also from the Commonwealth Games organisations. And we look into the big question about what is the organisation going to do next? Is there going to be a Commonwealth Games (laughs) that they can put on? Yeah, important questions. That's it for us today. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with you tomorrow. G'day, Kate Watson here. I'm the host of Weekly Wrap and News Club, a place for conversations about the news. It's budget week, so I'm here to tell you about our News Club episode from last week, where Claire chatted with James Chessel. He's the former Managing Director of Publishing at Nine Entertainment. He was also a staffer earlier in his career, so they have a good chat about how the budget sausage is made. Here's a small snippet. The most important policy or set of policies the government will announce every year. So it's important that it's not um, announced willy-nilly, although mm. they do leak <laughs> a, a, a fair amount of it. Yeah. And there is a famous time when uh, when um, Laurie Oakes, the nine journalist, got his hand on the budget papers b- the day before the budget and was it's able to such print. such an incredible story. Was able to print a lot of it, um, which was, you know, absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> but the other thing is... A lot of what the Treasurer will announce has the ability to move markets, um, direct impact on on businesses and and other organisations. So, you know, there does need to be some rigour and uh, confidence that it will be handled in an appropriate, appropriate way. 
For more on that chat, just search for News Club in your podcast app or follow the link in your episode notes.